This is The Last Call with Chris Michaels. I am your intrepid host, the aforementioned Chris Michaels. On The Last Call, we talk about politics and current events, and even sometimes, very rarely, not nearly as much as I'd like to talk about, uh, discussing metaphysics and astrotheology and exopolitics. I was going to get into an article about the ancient destroyed ruins on the moon, but uh, we're not going to do that tonight because the article that I had planned to talk about was really nothing more than conjecture and hearsay and didn't really add much to the story other than saying, oh, well, the Apollo astronauts really took pictures of ancient ruins on Mars and it never really, it's, it's, it's nothing. There, there's nothing to add to the story. We all know that there are ruins all across the solar system and the planets if we assume that the firmament does not exist. But uh, anyway, we've got to talk about quite a few things, quite a few things this evening. So we should all know about the pipeline that has been destroyed or hacked, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And they're immediately saying, well, there's some giant hack going on here. Not even the company's website that owns the pipeline works anymore. You get a 502 error message when you try to go to their website. So that tells me that something else is going on here. Why, uh, what else, what else could possibly tell me that there is something else awry here? Well, I don't know. How about all of the stories that CNN was pumping at the end of April talking about how there were going to be gas shortages throughout the United States all summer? My goodness, what a little slice of precognition CNN must have had to know that gas shortages would be a significant issue within the United States. Mark my words. A couple of things. Mark my words. What's today's date? May 11th. Oh boy, the new moon is tonight. So make sure everybody writes down their intentions of what they would like to uh, start for themselves. Maybe some improvements. This isn't the time to let go. This is the time to um, create affirmations for yourself. So write them down, fire up a candle, and then burn them, sons of bitches, to make your dreams come true. Anyway, May 11th, that's what we are talking about. Mark my words, on this date, within a few weeks, if not months, we're going to start to see, and this is partially due to Project Veritas uh, ambushing that CNN technical director, Uh, you're going to start to see this pipeline issue be linked to climate change in one way or another. They're going to try and get people to move to electric vehicles, and they're going to try to get people to relocate towards cities in order to make sure that people are within the smart grids that they're trying to upgrade these cities to. So every street lamp, Every light post, every uh, traffic light is going to be essentially hooked up to a 5G grid that's going to ping your cell phone, videotape you, because a lot of these light posts and um, traffic lights, they're going to have video cameras in them. Just look at New York City. And they're basically going to know 
what you're doing at all times, even more than what they do know now. So mark my words, uh, climate change is going to be a significant factor in promoting this Green New Deal. And miraculously, we're saying, we're, we're being told, oh, hackers, hackers, and we're getting an ever, oh gosh, it's just a very little tiny itsy bitsy piece. Oh, it's Russian hackers. Oh, the big bad Russians did it again. Oh my gosh, and everyone's biting their fingernail. Oh boy, the Russians somehow hacked a closed system. Right? They hacked a closed system, which means that technically it's not connected to the internet, which would immediately tell us that this is an inside job, that somebody within the United States was given access to this pipeline that supplies 45% of the United States' oil. Somebody hacked this pipeline from the inside and sabotaged it. This is another inside job. But, oh, we can't say those things because it's got to be Russia. Ooh, it's got to be Russia. And mark my words, you're going to see that angle too because the Department of Justice, Biden's, Harris's, Obama's 2.0, uh, Department of Justice has hired CNN's Susan Hennessy. Uh, oh boy, for the Department of Justice's National Security Division. Now, what is so significant about Miss Hennessy? Why, if you go back to her tweets, she is the penultimate Russiagate conspiracy theorist. She couldn't get off enough times. To say that Trump was doing things with Russia. She was out there promoting the PP tape where Trump was pissing on the bed that Obama stayed in uh, at a hotel whilst in the company of hookers. So, that didn't happen. That's utter nonsense. Utter nonsense. And so this dumb idiot, Susan Hennessy, is now part of the security division within the department of justice the she's going to sit there and she is going to create policy and propaganda through her connections at cnn and other major media networks to say that this pipeline inside job was done by the russians despite the fact it's a closed system that nobody is allowed to essentially get into so you're going to start to see that nonsense and oh boy as if we have another another little slice of precognition about all of this we have to we have to go back to our favorite 21st century nazi world economic forum founder klaus schwab who decided to create a scenario back in February 2021, a scant three months ago, called Cyber Polygon to to stage a supply chain attack simulation. Gosh, what are the odds that we would have a supply chain attack, cyber attack, three months after Klaus Schwab 
told us that, or, or decided to create a fictitious scenario that depicts just such an event. My goodness. And you know what else? Why Donald Trump, back in October 2020, said $5 gas and gas lines. That's what you'll get. That's what they want. And that's what we fucking have. The New York Times is out there saying, why we've not seen any evidence of gas lines or gas shortages. Well, no, of course not, because you people are writing from New York City. You take mass transit, if not staying home, with your little face bags on because you're so terrified of fresh air that you've not left your apartment for the past year and three months. Year and two months. So, no, technically you're right. You haven't seen any gas lines, nor have you seen any gas shortages. By the way, you losers probably don't even own a car. All you have to do is go to Virginia, South Carolina, Florida. DeSantis declared a state of emergency because of the gas shortage. Virginia, they're experiencing five-hour waits for gasoline. Many of their gas stations don't have any gas. And this is all throughout the reach of this pipeline, which essentially goes from, I think it goes from Texas up onto New Jersey. Even in New York, you're starting to see people stock up on gas, whether that's topping off their tanks or filling up other uh, jerry cans. Oh, I'm sorry, we can't say jerry cans because that's slang. Uh, jerry was slang for German during World War II, so jerry can is actually German can, and that's that's hate speech. I'm sorry, we shouldn't say that. How about spare gas tank that's portable with a handle? Uh, we, we've got to use that too. Um, but you're starting to see more and more of that. This is all planned. This is all planned. Nothing about this should be new to anybody. I mean, it, it's utter... Crap. That's exactly what it is. It is so much crap that I can't believe that more people aren't upset by this because we see right through the lies. We see all of it. I mean, if Trump is talking about this same exact thing in October of 2020 and it's happening, Trump is not some sort of psychic. I'll say he's a mystic because he plans a lot of his political events around astrology. But I'm pretty sure he's not a psychic. Okay? So they, you can't just shut down this country on a moment's notice. It takes planning. It takes planning. So something has been planned here, and we are experiencing this. And it's, the two results that you're going to see about all of this is more ginning up of Russian hatred and a shoving through of the Green New Deal saying that, see, we can't rely on fossil fuels. Actually, you can. And if you're to believe Russian research, uh, fossil fuels and oil and gas and natural gas, if they are pumped and essentially mined uh, regularly at a moderate level, it supplies itself. It resupplies itself. 
because it's coming from somewhere. We don't know exactly where all of this comes from. So the idea of of finite fossil fuels is bunk, if you believe the Russian study. And I tend to believe that Russian study um, because this whole idea of the Green New Deal, it's, it's really just totalitarianism and fascism uh, disguised as an original sin concept where they're guilt-tripping you into uh, sacrificing many of your daily functions uh, to basically uh, corral you. And that's what's happening. So the White House published a fact sheet in its response to the, to the colonial pipeline hack. And they're saying the recent cyber attack has triggered a comprehensive federal response on securing critical energy supply chains. President Biden is receiving regular briefings. No, he's not. No, he's not. Biden can't even stay up long enough for the happy hour. And you're going to tell me that Biden has the awareness to receive a briefing? Absolutely not. Oh, thank God. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm says we have no tolerance for price gouging at the gas pump. Oh, I'm sure you do, sweetheart. I'm sure there is a zero tolerance policy uh, because you people are all about integrity and making sure that the little guy is okay. Uh, so th- more nonsense, more and more utter and just ridiculous nonsense. Speaking of utter nonsense coming from the leftists, Oh, Bette Midler, what, first off, Bette Midler, she, she must have had plastic surgery because her, you can't see her eyes when she smiles. Her cheeks are basically under, directly underneath her eyebrows. And it's just so stupid. Just don't get any work. Just age gracefully. You don't need to get any plastic surgery. So this brain surgeon uh, decides to come out and basically, basically threaten children. She says, and she tweeted, if my kid can't bring peanut butter to school, then yours can't bring the deathly plague. Vaccinate or I'm bringing the jiffy. So this brain surgeon otherwise known as Bette Midler, is telling everybody, get the vaccine or I'm going to cause your kids to go into an allergic shock and essentially kill them. Now, let me tell you about why kids have peanut allergies and what this idiot doesn't know. The reason why a lot of these kids have peanut allergies is because of the squalene or the adjutivant within the vaccine using peanuts and peanut oil to bypass the immune system and allow the body to accept the vaccine more readily. So these kids wouldn't have a peanut allergy if they weren't vaccinated. And this asshole... Utter, gaping, canyon-sized asshole is out there saying that I'm going to kill your kid with their own allergy caused by a vaccine 
if they don't get another vaccine that's not really a vaccine it's a gene therapy platform it's still in the experimental phases for the next two years this woman she is so stupid it makes my hair hurt it makes my toes curl how stupid this dumb bat is and she has said and tweeted some astronomically stupid things over the past four years once again it's the typical Hollywood idiocy that comes from these ever woke morons that are on some socially social justice crusade and the problem is is that when they are galloping forward on their crusade and campaign through the uncultured wilderness they've got their heads so far up their ass that a horse speculum couldn't help them see the light of day. So please, Miss Midler, shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to hear from you. Make a movie. Oh, that's right. All of your movies pretty much sucked. Go to hell. Well, don't go. Well, maybe go to hell. I don't know. <laughs> but just go away. Just shut up. Nobody wants to hear from you anymore. Go do another B-list movie or C-list. You're a loser. You're a fraud. And you're an old bag. Go away. And do me another favor. Scoop up those tits and put them in a bra. I mean, those things belong like, or they look like, they they belong in two Wonder Bread bags with water at the bottom of them. I mean, clean them up. Do something with them. I mean, I can't really talk. I mean, my balls flop around all over the place. I wear boxer shorts for most of the time. So, I mean, I, I assume that uh, if we're <laughs> – anyway. <laughs> anyway, the point about Bette Midler is that she needs to shut up and get the hell out of here. She's a loser. She hasn't done a good movie in I don't know how many decades, and now she's going to preach to us? How about we preach to her how to do her job and actually learn acting? Ugh. Ugh. What a jerk. Anyway. So, we have other losers, other losers within, uh, I was going to bring up Bill Gates, I don't know, Bill Gates, real quick, Bill Gates arrested in New Mexico a long time ago, uh, in 1977, Bill Gates is uh, well known within the uh, industry and along with the people that know him uh, for being a sexual miscreant. Basically, he was a slut, and even after he was married, he was still a slut, and he had a pension. He essentially had a porn addiction. He was going to strip joints, uh, inviting prostitutes over, going to porn shows everywhere he went. Every time he was traveling, it didn't matter. He was cheating on his wife. And that's exactly the person that he is. So when somebody like Jeffrey Epstein walks into somebody like Bill Gates's life, then of course Bill Gates is going to jump at the opportunity to sleep with children. Because that's what Epstein was appropriating. So, yeah, Bill Gates. Oh, oh, by the way, about Bill Gates. Oh, don't you need a license to talk about uh, medication or prescriptions or vaccines? Don't you need some sort of medical background well but bill gates no he's all about it and we have to trust him according to the media i'll trust bill gates 
when he gets some sort of licensure or a PhD. The jerk didn't even graduate college. And you're telling me that he knows more about vaccines and human health than anybody else on the planet. I suspect not. I suspect he's following in his father's footsteps that wanted to depopulate the planet, particularly depopulate the pop, the, uh, the pop, <laughs> talk about alliteration, depopulate the populations and redundancy of minorities. Because his dumb father, thank God he's dead, uh, he was on the board uh, for uh, Planned Parenthood. And I don't care what you say, Margaret Sanger was nothing more than a racist bigot. And she couldn't wait. She couldn't figure out more ways than to try and get uh, black people and other minorities to stop having kids. And that's the long and the short of it. I don't care what propaganda you try and throw in my face. She was a racist and a bigot. And when you got people like Bill Gates' father on the board of an uh, of a, of a organization like that, and then the son is coming out with vaccines. He's on TED on gene therapy platforms. And then he goes on TED Talks saying that they can control the population by about 10 to 15% through vaccinations. We're supposed to trust this guy. So he, Bill Gates should be more worried about whether or not he should be getting tested for an STD than, than determining whether or not other people in the population should be, be getting tested for COVID. With an inaccurate test. So another person, another media darling, besides uh, the, the other loser we were just talking, Bette Midler. Bette Midler, Bill Gates, both of them can go to hell and shut up. How about <laughs> Wow. <laughs> very, very vitriolic. <laughs> very vitriolic last call with Chris Michaels tonight. Woo. <laughs> Blow your... <laughs> Now I got the giggles because <laughs> I'm making fun of my... Wow, it's only 22 minutes. Woo! Okay, last story having to do with none other than another media darling, the third media darling this evening, but none other than that little hook-nosed shrimp, Dr. Fauci. He's another... I would pay good money to have somebody run up to him in public on camera, run up to him and quick kick him square in the nuts. I would love, I mean, don't kill him, don't really injure him, but just, you know, kick him in the nuts. I would like to see that. <laughs> I would like to see that. just him doubled over and gasping for air. <laughs> oh, man, I would love to see somebody do that. But uh, if anybody does do that, I, I claim no planning with that one. And uh, that's that. So, Rand Paul, the one with the soggy rodent on his head. He's got to do something with that hair. You know what I mean? Either shave it, trim it, comb it over uh, to one or part it to one side. Do whatever you got to do. But this, this, whatever's going on up top, it ain't happening. You know, it looks like he, he rides to work with his head out the window as soon as he or it looks like he just rolled out of a dryer. Uh, you know, he's, he's got to do something. So Rand Paul took Dr. Fauci to task for essentially saying, not essentially saying, for Dr. Fauci, mo essential mob boss Dr. Fauci, uh, he's Rand Paul wants to know, why is Dr. Fauci funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology through EcoHealth Alliance? Essentially, Obama shuts down Fauci's research, 
Fauci finds a lab in China. The NIH, which Dr. Fauci is the head of, funds EcoHealth Alliance, which then gives the money to the Wuhan lab in China to continue Dr. Fauci's research. In other words, Dr. Fauci is using taxpayer money uh, through eco to fund his own research, laundered, money laundered through EcoHealth Alliance because it was illegal to continue his research within the United States. Dr. Fauci is money laundering through other organizations to continue his own gain of function research. And he, Dr. I listened to the whole thing. Dr. Fauci, he tries so hard to tap dance around all of Rand Paul's questions, and he can't do it. He's just irritable, and he comes off as a smug prick because he doesn't feel as though he should be accountable. And let me tell you something about Dr. Fauci. He should be held accountable in every single way possible, whether that's being thrown in prison, uh, being put under oath, or getting kicked square in the nuts. Something must happen to this clown. Uh, Rand Paul began, government scientists like yourself, referring to Dr. Fauci, who favor gain-of-function research. Uh, and uh, blah, blah, blah. They, essentially, Dr. Fauci tries to, to interrupt him. I don't favor gain-of-research in China. You are saying things that are not correct. And Paul said, essentially, bullshit. Those who favor gain-of-function say that COVID-19 mutations were random and not designed by man. And Fauci tried to come back at him and said, I do not have any accounting of what the Chinese may have done. We have not funded gain-of-function research on the virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, no matter how many times you say it didn't happen. And then Dr. Fauci essentially said what I just told you, that you are, you are exactly doing that as you are via money laundering through the EcoHealth's grant. The NIH first gave six, oddly enough, are you, are you sitting down? Don't wear any socks because as I say this, those socks are going to be knocked off. The National Institute of Health, what Dr. Fauci is in charge of, their first installment of money laundering funds through EcoHealth was in the miraculous sum of $666,442,000. Oddly, $666,000. Gee, 666. What else do you want from these little occultists uh, of EcoHealth's $3.7 million grant? And that was first paid in June of 2014. And there were annual installments all throughout May of 2019 under the topic or under the study, quote-unquote, understanding the risk of bat coronavirus emergence. What else do you need to know? I'm at, what else? Do, how obvious do you have to be that Dr. Fauci's first installment has the number 666 in it as, as he's money? I mean, come on. Like, how much of a loser do you take us for? Oh, God. 
So stupid. And if you add up all the numbers, you get 666 or 6 plus 6 plus 6 plus 4 plus 4 plus 2. You get 20, uh, 26, right? 6, 12, 18. 18 and 8 is going to be what? 26. 26 plus 2. It, oh, you get to 10. You don't get to the to the number I thought you'd get. But anyway... I, I was looking for numerology beyond the 666, right? What could be ominous about that? Uh, and it, So you get the idea. And Fauci's hands are clearly all over this. This, this little dictator that needs to be just th- shown the door. And finally, the New York Times suddenly finds its regenerative organs. Not, uh, no, not regenerative. Uh... Sex organs. Yes, the writers at the New York Times, uh, they found their balls and they found their ovaries. Oh, they finally have started to go after Dr. Fauci and the Biden administration by saying that the CDC is full of it when it comes to COVID-19 transmissions occurring Outdoors, the original claim by the CDC was that less than 10% of COVID-19 transmissions happen outdoors. Now, why would you say a number like less than 10%? You say a number like less than 10% because it gives the air that it's a risk. It's not a significant risk, but it's something. So just to err on the side of caution, we should all socially distance outside and wear masks. Well, it turns out that according to the Times, that getting COVID-19 whilst outside, regardless of distance, uh, happens less than 1% of the time, regardless of distance, regardless of mask. So, (laughs) in other words, there is no reason for any sort of outside, outdoor restrictions when it comes to uh, maintaining social distancing and also maintaining this ridiculous masking nonsense or double mask or triple masking with a face shield. Utter nonsense, utter lunacy and idiocy. So, David Line Leonhardt writes, the number is almost certainly misleading. He's talking about the 10% COVID number. Uh, and it occurs, uh, is akin, this number, to saying that sharks attack fewer than 20,000 swimmers a year. Meanwhile, the actual worldwide number of shark attacks are around 150. So basically, the CDC, to gin up fear and nonsense during an election cycle to get orange man bad out of office, said that, Oh, well, you know, it's a less than 10% chance. Well, how much of a less, how how much less than 10% of a chance is there to contract COVID uh, outdoor? Well, it turns out it's less than 1%. So they're obviously lying. Nobody grilled them on, well, how much less than 10% are you saying here? Dr. Mugshevik virologists at the University of St. Andrews says that the benchmark of 10% or less is a huge exaggeration. And it may be below 0.1%. Multiple epidemiologists have told 
Dr. Chevik. So, another thing that we find out in the Times article is this. Quote-unquote, there is not a single documented COVID infection anywhere in the world from casual outdoor interactions, such as walking past someone on a street or eating at a nearby table, which goes to show you exactly what I've been telling you the whole time. Don't tell me that I've got to wear a mask from the door to my table, and then once I'm seated, I'm okay. Don't tell me that I can only catch COVID from the doorway of the restaurant to the high-top table at the bar. And then once I'm seated at the high-top table, which has me at the same height as if I were standing, then I'm okay to remove my mask because as long as I'm sitting, COVID will not be contracted by myself or any of my dinner companions. Nobody thinks about that. Nobody, nobody pushes back against that utter idiocy. Idiocy obviously being the new word on the last call with Chris Michaels and the word we like to make redundant on this broadcast. <laughs> anyway, it's good to see that the New York Times has finally pulled its head out of its ass on some level because they're pushing back on this just stupid nonsense from the CDC. Hopefully it leads somewhere. And hopefully the New York Times will then push back against what the Department of Justice is doing in Arizona. But that's for another podcast. So that's it for tonight. This is the last call with Chris Michaels. Until tomorrow, gird your loins and spread the word. So send me out to everybody that you may know on Spotify, uh, Anchor, and also Apple Podcasts.